Hi, I'm your host Janelle, and you're listening to the RTL Podcast, where I gather with my family and friends to talk about life, we're finding the room to be ourselves and live life to the fullest. So I'm kicking back and letting the storytellers tell their stories. So thank you for listening, and welcome to The Room to Live. everyone for this episode it's really just me and my two sisters sort of like just sitting at the dining room table stuff that we would normally talk about um in our conversation I just happened (laughs) to bring the mics out and recorded some of it um so I hope you guys enjoy I don't like to talk about how the holidays are coming up and I'm very excited for that I just think that Christmas is the best time of the year Mm. I love it I love the Christmas trees, the decorations. It's an exciting time. It is. I enjoy going to see the Christmas tree in New York. We haven't done that in years. I know, but it's always a nice experience. You know, you get on the train with your family. Me and Dean be doing the shenanigans for our, our viewers out there. I love New York. And you have to walk around, though. It's a lot of, it's a lot of walking. For our viewers out there who don't know who Dean is, that is... Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Don't be. Oh, I did that out. That's my sister. <laughs> well, I guess it won't matter. They're gonna. That, know that's cool with him. No. Okay, they could just know the first name. They don't have to know the whole thing. New York is a is a fun um place. Mm. I like that. There's. I like. That oh, that's a good topic. To do. Bean, you want to live in the city? I do. Why do you want to live in the city? I love everything about the city. I love that everything is close. I love that there's always something to do. I just love the hustle and bustle. Always have. I agree with the always having something to do. You know what I don't agree with? The freaking parking, especially with Philly PPA. You don't need to have a car in the city. I mean, even if, like, near where I live now in Philly, like, there are there are people that have um garages. I mean, I'm sure they pay, they pay a good amount of money. But I just wouldn't have a car. I would just take public transportation everywhere I go. But, like, Nothing so do you feel like public transportation is, like, a safe thing right about now well new york probably not but <laughs> i was gonna say there's the other thing is that you can just walk everywhere yeah that is true but like how do you carry your groceries home like i carry my groceries me you no know, me and my friend were talking about we're talking about this one time she lives like where i'm at in philly the whole foods is a mile away so i'll walk a mile to whole foods right. and i'll just carry two bags like one bag in each hand and that's like I know I can't make it too heavy, but a lot of people carry stuff in Philly, so it's not a big deal. But she lives like maybe a block from the Whole Foods, and she drives her car. Do people like Uber back, like back from the grocery store? I feel like that's something I would do. I think so, or they'll get their groceries delivered. That's what I started to do too. But yeah, I don't mind it because it's like I can just walk there, get whatever I need for like the day or next two days. Especially in the sum, the summer when it was nice. Now it's kind of cold, but 
I definitely mind it. I want to be able to come out of the grocery store and put my, my bags in the car and go. You're still going to carry them in the house. Okay, that's but the that, that exactly. That carry them in the house versus carrying them, carry them a, a mile. Blocks, yeah. That's two different things. Well, I like, like, what if they're heavy? Don't your arms get tired? What if you stuff? need a big thing of toilet paper and paper towels? It sounds oh, yeah. like y'all need to exercise a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah, you can't carry like a case of water though if you need water. No, that's why I always have mommy or y'all bring me water. But other than So that, there are limitations. Yeah, but that's why mommy was saying she was gonna give me a cart. But for me, I just not a cart. I get I double bag my brown bags and I just carry See, that's them. That's too much. Can you give me the yeah, bag? It is not like I'm walking a maze through the city. It's a straight line. I yeah, there's also a straight line street. from my store from the store <laughs> to the car. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it definitely is. I like being in the city. You have to drive everywhere in the suburbs, which is not a problem. But I'd rather be. The only other, the only thing with the city, which I also don't mind, is it's it is loud. It's a lot quieter out here, but you know what yeah. I like the, about the city? I like the food. Y'all got good food options. That's There's true. always something to do. Like out here is just Chick Fil A and Chinese food and pizza. Like I don't think I'll get tired of it. <laughs> I'm trying to be like in the cut like that thing I sent you the other day, where it was like I want to be like um I want to be this. So people to say yodel before you get to your or something place. like that. It was like I want I want people to hear the banjos before they get to my house. I want to be like, in city until I get tired of it. Give me and my thing is, I feel like it teaches you a lot. Like I used to always think, like if you're a kid, if not even a kid, if you're a teenager and you know how to navigate the city, you're already set up with a whole bunch of life skills. In my what's opinion. the life skills? That's true. You, you know how to you take know how to transportation. yeah, you know how to take the pub. I didn't take a bus for the first time until I was like Girl, I, in I college. I took my subway the first time I got my job at where I'm at now. And I never took the subway, I think, until I went to go visit Christina, and then that was in New York, and then I took it for the first time in Philly. Like, I think if you already know how to navigate a big city, you'll do fine anywhere else, especially New York. I think it's pro. New York is a different beast, though, but I think it's pros and cons to each thing. Like, to I want to live in. Well, I've heard. I've heard great things about the public transportation in Chicago. I heard that they have, like, a really good, um... Shout out to Dirk. Period. Indian Dirk. (laughs) Well, I don't know if they're still together, but... But isn't it really... It's really clean, though. Yeah, in Chicago, right? So, yeah, so I've heard good things about Chicago. When I was in Atlanta, I took MARTA, which I I think it's called MARTA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that one. I mean, Philly has SEPTA, which is... Philly, so yeah, which is you another day. I'm not too sure about that. It depends because I used to always <laughs> the Broad Street line. I don't know about that's what the, the L was on the Broad Street line. The anyway, line. wait, which one was the one they used to take? She used to take she the L. Market Frankfurt. Oh, mm-hmm. Market Frankfurt. I don't for those that way, for those of our see, who don't that's know. if you're going <laughs> east west. If you go Broad Street, you're going north south. But that leads you up to to Temple. That's, that's where I, I used to go up to Temple Dental. Oh, I remember, yeah. And I used to get get on that, like, vibe. Wait, did you finish that? Yeah, I finished. Wait, do you have a retainer? Or... Yeah, I have my retainer. Uh, <laughs> barely get out. Did you have to wear all the time? Yeah, she don't be wearing it now. No, I don't yeah. be wearing it, but my hey, girl... Aren't your teeth just going to go back then? No, I wear it sometimes. I just don't wear it every night. I wear it, like, every other night. Your teeth are going to migrate back? No. Uh, I paid. I paid enough money to not want them to go back mm. but yeah so you can take public transportation i feel like philly is just the place to be but i feel like philly is a starter city so then i can move to new york chicago and i'll be good wait i have a question i just thought you move to chicago i heard chicago was really fun. nice i would definitely move to chicago <laughs> 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 my first no i heard chicago is really nice i heard it's just the um 
it gets really cold. But I don't mind being cold. I really don't. I hate. I it. hate being cold. So I think Philly. You would be in the island. Okay. Or like Miami. I like Miami too, but Miami. You can be dodging the hurricanes. Yeah, that's the thing. It's always something with every city. So I don't know. But I love New York. I definitely want to. Like I have to live in New York before I die for sure. I want to go visit Christina and that's live near her. Yeah, it's a tad much. No, it's not. Y'all don't got goals. I do have goals, but I yeah, need like a heavy yeah. medium. Like I need to live close enough that I can like but that's the thing. to the that's city the and far thing. enough that I'm Audience. Not, like, this is my bang bang. This is a perfect example. You can live in Manhattan or you can live in any of the boroughs and come into Manhattan. Yeah, that's what I need. I don't need to be right. Or even with Philly, like you can live in uh well, kinda like maybe yeah. like Fairmount. Yeah, yeah but or you can live that's like the problem though. Like New York is so big. Like, mm-hmm. you'll take all these trains and go, like, mad far, and you're still in the same city. Yeah. Like, and that's a lot. I liked it. When I went to go visit Christina, and we were in Jamaica, Queens, and I loved it. Like, I I want to live in New York so bad. That Should is... I pack up your stuff and go live <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that really is a place to be. There's just so much going on. There's so many. And I liked it. It was like a <laughs> neighborhood for you. I remember because she had graduated and she still had her um thing on her Columbia gown and people was like you know it was very black and like oh congratulations you know just down the street and I was like see I could live here but people do be getting shot up but that happens everywhere. Wow. It's but so that good. happens in every city so really what's the tea? I mean Philly isn't getting any city. better. I feel like if I can survive in Philly I can make it in New York. Okay. And then I maybe feel like it, would, it should be the other way around. If you can survive in New York. No, but yeah. Philly, I think Philly is a starter city. Okay, but a starter it, it's city. nothing to do with no starter city. Yes, it does. <laughs> I, Philly is a starter city because Philly is smaller. And then I'm going to take my talents, pack up, and go to New Bro. York. I hate, like, New Brunswick isn't even, like, a real city. And I was just annoyed the whole time because of, like, traffic mm. and all that other stuff. It's like... When I used to get off work in the summer, it's like, I might as well just stay here for an extra hour because if I try to leave now, I'll be in traffic. Like, I might as well just hang around somewhere. That's what Paul was telling me about leaving Reading. He was like, if it gets, sometimes he said he would pull over on the side of the road because the traffic would be too bad. Oh, yeah, like, that's trash. Like, just pull over to the side. Or, like, actually stay on the phone. I forgot that he used to have an office there. I was like... That air- Plymouth meeting is a nice area, though. But now that I'm older, I'm like, wow, so Paul was doing that commute all the time. That's a lot. And now he's working for home. Thank God. I feel like that's why he'd be so, like, lit. Because it's like, he don't got to go nowhere. Except for, like, when he has, you know, the meetings or whatever. But he, I feel like he doesn't go that far anymore. Now that I've discovered remote work, like, I don't ever want to go back to the office. Yeah, it's like, why am I going back? Because like, I can do the same work from anywhere in the world. Like, what is the, the need for me to be in the office? That's why I like so or much. the human interaction, I believe. But, like, but I you can do that No, and then you can do that. I think so. Is I that what it is? I and get human interaction. Yeah, I mean, not not that, but, but like, I don't really... But, you know, so me and you know, we were just, we were just talking about this, well, in relation... 
<laughs> in relation to someone to something else but remember we were just talking about how like if you want to like meet people you have to be consistently mm-hmm. in places where you're going to meet people but here's people the thing go get food and to get out yeah you know people's there ain't they you're not wow. eating that quick <laughs> i was just reading this article online Here we go. <laughs> actually i don't even think it was an article i think i think it was a twitter it was a wikipedia <laughs> that was a twitter thread and the person was talking about how there's a loss of communal spaces basically like oh, and that I happened with something that yeah. like the library. Yeah, there used to be. Li- I mean, there's still libraries, but it used to be places Wait, like. I know. Do y'all do y'all pronounce library? Library. library, library. <laughs> How do you say it? It's, library. Library. it's library. library. Where'd you get that from? Mommy says library. Just like she say, um, Chicago. Yeah, Mama she, she like says that. that. You know what I hate when people be like, um. Williams instead of Williams. It's like, how did you? That's mommy too. Where that came from? That's what I was saying. There we go. So, it was basically saying that like there was a loss of communal spaces in the community. So like when when suburbs were formed, people started getting further away from like just um like common spaces, like green areas where you just sit and you meet people. Mm-hmm. And now it's like everything is revolved around like consumerism. Like yeah, you can go to the mall and meet people, but it's because you're going there to get something or to yeah. look at buying something. Or like you go to the library, but not a lot of people go to the library anymore. Or, like, if you go to Chick-fil-A, then you're just going to get food. So then you lose out on that, like, yeah. interaction between people. I think, like, at, at least for, like, the work piece, like, it doesn't didn't really matter for me. Because when I was in the office, I was a person. I was a person that, like, I just go in the office and I do my job and I leave. So there was, like, it's not like I'm missing out on something because I'm not going to the office. Because I wasn't that type of person anyway. But either. I'm starting to wonder how much how much in the workforce is real is it really necessary for you to be so friendly with your coworkers? It's, it's not, not necessary okay. at all. You know what I don't like? Like I I think I find issue yeah, with yeah. like a lot of the um work politics. Well that too, because it's like it's like I don't wanna play the game and I don't feel like playing the game. And so I feel like my work should stand for itself, but it doesn't. Yeah, you know, because so like play that game with them. And, yeah, you have to like be, you know, be nice. Yeah, and I'm like not like a water cooler type person, and I'm not like I hate um like forced engagement mm-hmm. and like um that type of stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And I hate the like, oh, we're all a family. Like, mm, you're my coworker. He literally just said that in class the other night. It's like, no, no, we work together. But that's the thing. Like, so how are you supposed to like? Well, I guess when you work from home, it's different. But like, going into the, like having to go in and see people all the time and interact with them, I'm like, this is extremely draining. Yeah, that's why he like, and I think that also has to do with like for me, like I hate having my camera on all the time because it's like I feel like I need to be like staring at you but like i don't understand why do you need your camera on i feel like that's but some people love it that's why i wonder if it goes down to like extroverts versus introverts like the one lady at your job bean who likes to go into the office girl i wonder she's there three days a week and i don't understand <laughs> because i'd rather be at home but she but also, i feel like even oh go ahead she lives by herself so she like needs that community interaction and she says that like i need to interact with people but are I'm people in like, the office for her to 
See, that's the thing. <laughs> she was really there with, like, the security guard. I guess, but, like, I don't understand. Like, you take a train, you're taking the subway to get into the office, and it's just, like, at this point, there's not that many people there in the well, office. It's like, join a club. But like, you know like, get a hobby. Get, join, like, get some extracurriculars. Like, like, I was, like, completely online for COVID, like, and then we were back in person, like, the year after or whatever. A lot of people were saying, like, oh, I would, like, this is, like, basically the year that we were in person was so much better than the year we were all online. Like, I feel like I barely got to see anybody, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, meanwhile, like, I really enjoyed, like, being able to do everything, like, on your own time from home. Like, why do I need to see you in class all the time Mm -hmm. and interact with you and, like, too much? I think that's different, though, because, like, some people need the in-person. They don't need the in-person. No, like, some people really do in order to, like, stay accountable um and stuff because online classes aren't for everyone just like going in person isn't necessarily for everyone either so i feel like when it's forced like okay well now you all have to be online it's like if you were that type of like tangible learner like you have no other option but to learn in an environment that isn't conducive to you Mm -hmm. that's true so i suppose like i'm a person who could do online classes no problem because i don't mind doing stuff on my own time and all the other stuff but some people really need that that, structure it's not that people were saying they were struggling with the structure they were saying that they felt like they couldn't make friends so in my opinion is it is it like important to make friends and some people feel like it is important people do feel like Like they need their community and like but for me <laughs> me, I'd rather not. There's a lot of people that I'm just like, no. Because I, I feel like you can do without that. You know, like yeah, make friends but that's outside the thing. of school. But like, I think that like I don't know if it's like the majority or whatever. But I think a lot of people like there. I don't. I think the people who don't care for that are in the minority, basically. Yeah, There's a lot of people who are like, oh, we want to do this mixer. We want to do this. We want to do that. And it's like that's not necessary. I feel us. like that's okay once in a while, but like not all the time. If you really got my damn neck about these damn events. Like get a grip. No, like seriously. girl, be calm. But that's yes. what I'm saying. Like join a club. Like I feel like the. Exactly. Yeah. Like the, the don't drag everybody down there with yeah. you. Like, <laughs> the, the quote-unquote friendships that you're making, it's just like you know that proximity. Like superficial. Yeah, like you're making the friendship because you have to be with this person every single day. Like, what happens when you're not in class? Like, nine out of ten, you know, I nine, not talk to people. After exactly. I it's like we could Sign be like buddy buddy, and then I have them on LinkedIn, and that's it. Yeah, it's like our class is over, and I don't necessarily am talking to you every day because I don't have to. And so a lot of the friendships, quote unquote friendships, are just like friendships of like proximity and convenience. But that's how it is in college too. Like if I if mm-hmm. I think back to like my friendships in college, a lot of them are because we had class every day Tuesday and Thursday, like for a whole semester. Yeah, and then you hung out like in the cafeteria or the yeah, library. and then like after the next semester, maybe we stay in contact. But at like the following year, I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah. Maybe I'll say hi when I see you on campus. But I also think people just like grow apart. Like that too. But you're not the to... same person as you are freshman year when you're in your senior year or junior year. That's true. They need to learn to find relationships outside of school work like, and school. Hell? Yeah, because like but those I people are that... hanging out with you because they have to. But <laughs> like... Not because they genuinely want to. Like yeah. I, I'm not saying that can't happen, but I think that most of the time it's like because we have this class together, that's yeah. why I'm hanging out with you. Like But I don't think that people are picking up on that. Like I think some people feel as though like it's too much or they don't want to put the work in to meet people outside of work so it's like an easy way to find people work or school or whatever it is yeah which sucks because like you well not sucks but it's just like you run the risk of of that person not you know and not being like i guess like a deep friendship because you know once that class ends 
mm-hmm. that person might not be yeah. as, you know, in contact with you anymore. It's a surface I feel like level friendship. It, exactly. Because there are people where it's like, oh, we work together, we get along fine, but it's like, I'm not inviting you to my kid's birthday party. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely get that. Yikes. <laughs> the moral of the story, go find a hobby to do. No, seriously. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know. Go find a hobby. Go do something. I don't know. Something. Y'all, we going on a family trip to What's Tennessee. Gonna... Don't be putting all our business out there. No, seriously. The we'll cut that out, too. And child, I am not ready because what the hell? Black people don't belong no, in the Smoky Mountains. Let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about why, in my personal opinion, I feel like it's not safe for black people in the South. Now, I feel like that might be controversial. Well, the Tennessee is the South. No, but that's my That's opinion. what she's saying. Oh. Cut that out. <laughs> I feel like even though the majority, because I was looking at this map one time since I want to like serve in like underserved areas, and I'm like the majority of Black people are in the South, mm-hmm. but I don't. I feel like it's just so different from the North. I saw that this was also like a topic on Twitter. I just feel like it's just not safe. There's too many things like Louisiana just was the one of the states that did agree to to abolish slavery. So, like, yeah. why is that happening in 2022? There's too many, like, backwater states that I feel like you take the wrong road. And you'll hear people say, like, oh, don't go too far. Don't take mm-hmm. that turn. Like, don't drive at night. Like, that's not something that we should still be worried about in 2022. And I feel like it happens more often in the South. Not that it doesn't happen in the North, but... But I feel like the racism down there is, like, very different. Like, of course, racism is everywhere. But, like, down South, like... Like, I just can't Yeah, die. but the people out here, it's, like absolutely not but then it's kind of like it's like covert racism yeah but then it's worse not well not worse but like it's worse in a way because like people are like oh it's not it's really not really that deep you know they'll say stuff like that when because it's actually that deep yeah because it's not like someone being like oh i hate black people like i feel like there's like this idea that racism has to be like so like oh my god i hate you and most of the time like it's not it's mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying like it's like almost like microaggressions like this. yeah we're women and we're black, oh, we're black yeah. so we're we're already double minorities, which I basically I'm agreeing with you, and I'm saying that there's like I was talking to my therapist, and she was just saying like a lot of stuff that we go through, it's it'll it would already be hard for the average person, and then it's even harder for us because mm-hmm. we, you know, we have the extra struggle on top of it, and then there will be people who feel like, oh maybe they're really not saying that, or maybe they didn't mean it that way, and it's like you don't know because you've never been in my shoes. Exactly. Right? And I think it's even easier then to be like, oh, like, what are you talking about? Like, it's not even that deep. And it's like, but it is. But because you've never had to think about it, of course mm-hmm. you don't think that it's anything. Exactly. Like, that post on Humans of New York, I don't know, audience, if you guys watch, I mean, look at, follow Humans of New York on Instagram. But there was a guy that he recently interviewed, and he was saying that that's something that he has to think about before he goes into every any room. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, so, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's something that I'm thinking about, like, if I'm thinking, like, oh, I'm thinking about, like, if I want to, like, leave New Jersey. It's like, well, where am I going to go? I have very limited, I'm not moving anywhere was, past Delaware. Oh, uh, well. So, no, here we go. go. Let past, me read it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. It's set, uh, is that the one where he's, like, he counts every time he goes into the room? Yeah, he said, yeah. I'm aware of it all day, every day. We're triggered all the time, even the best of us. On the plane right here, I'm sitting next to a casting director from Broadway, and I asked him what he thought about a particular show. He took a long pause, so I say, I guess you didn't like it, and he tells me, the entertainment industry is forced to put on stories from marginalized communities, even if they're not good. He said that to me as a black person. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to make conversation and there it is. Suddenly I'm back in my blackness. What am I supposed to do? 
Do I engage? Do I turn this into a learning moment? Or do I just let him off the hook? It's work. That's what it is. It's work. That's my challenge. To walk into a room and not have to work mentally, to be aware of my blackness, to not forget it, but to also be present and focused and productive. Right now, I'm at a climate change conference and I'm one of the only black people in the room. I've had decades of practice, but it still takes me five minutes to transition. To stop worrying if people believe that I belong here. To stop feeling like a unicorn. It's five minutes of work that nobody else in the room has to do. It's a choice to be aware of your whiteness. It's not a choice to be aware of your blackness. It's the difference between going to a new upscale restaurant and going home to mom's table. At mom's table, there's nothing to figure out. You don't have to think about what to order or what you're wearing or what you're going to say. You're at ease. That's why people go home so they can feel at ease. I like that, and it's so relatable. You know what? That what he was saying about like media or whatever. It kind of reminds me of um, what's that movie that we were watching with Sterling Sterling K. Um, Williams or I forget his last name. It just came out about the church mega church. Oh, um, um Home for Jesus. Yeah, and like the like critics, of course, are mostly like white, so they're like this was bad but like they don't understand like the cultural significance of like the black of church. the black mega churches yeah. and like what like the under you know the underlying the sort of like yeah the issues and and the whole satire of the of the movie but like if you don't have that and you don't know that of course you're going to be like what the heck is going on this is not a substantive movie but like for us we seen it and we were like yep like Makes that's the thing because it was just like so mm-hmm. many parts of like our upbringing and like you watch these huge like mega churches like Creflo Dollar and like T.D. Mm-hmm. Jakes and stuff so there's like a lot of like cultural significance for it and then like having like most of us grew up in the church even if we're not necessarily religious now mm-hmm. and so a lot of those like oh you have like the deacons and the deaconesses and exactly. the elders of the church like we know what that means and we know like what the interaction was there exactly and i feel like it's like there's so many things that like culturally are significant for us but then like white people might look at it and be like what the heck is going on yeah but a lot of people they'll turn around and then profit off of it like the kardashians are like it's so frustrating because it feels like oh when we do it it's like "Mm," you know and that's i think that's the issue like overarchingly with cultural appropriation is that it's not that you're doing it it's that you're doing it and you're getting praised for it. Yeah. Versus, like, when Black people do it, it's ghetto or, you know, whatever. Or tacky. Yeah, it's tacky. And it's like, wait, like, y'all are doing the same Girl, stuff. Like, like people have been going to the to the hair store getting brown lip liner and clear gloss. For and bamboo earrings. Yeah. And people trying to sell them on freaking ASOS and all them other stupid sites for $55. Like, y'all are tripping. Yeah, see. I don't know what frustrates me more, like that people do stuff and it's offensive or the people that pass it off and like oh they didn't mean it like that yeah because like they very well didn't mean it like that yeah and the fact that you're trying to like stand up for them and be like oh no they didn't like you need to seek help too (laughs) seek help (laughs) honestly like it's frustrating and then it's like if you get angry or if you say something then you're the angry black woman right why do i have to be careful in how i respond but you weren't careful in how you disrespected me right you just or offended me yeah saying stuff all willy-nilly like I feel like that's, like, the ultimate form of gaslighting, too. Like, you say something and then, like, that you were wrong in, and somebody gets upset, and you're like, well, I, I don't understand why you're upset. Like, yeah. I didn't say anything wrong. Like, yes, you did. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, is that something that I want to deal with for the rest of my career? Absolutely no. not. And I think that people don't take the time to really, like, do the self, or, like, have the self-awareness. 
girls. Or they don't have I people think we that talked about this the other day. They... Well, in a different context, but oh. just like how awareness. Yeah, the yeah. Bar is on the floor for self awareness. But not only that, like sometimes I like look at like, and I guess this is like judging too in a way. But sometimes I look at like the people that that um like on Instagram or something. Look at somebody's Instagram and see what their friends look like, and you know what I mean. Oh, if all yeah. of your friends look like you. Mm-hmm. So you're not, cha- like, you know, you're going to think or act. Or even if you don't think like them, you're not going to challenge them if they say something that you yeah. don't agree with. You're just going to go along with it, which that in itself is a problem. Because, like, stick up for yourself. Speak up. The T. And a lot of people, or some people will be like, oh, yes, I'm very, like, um, I don't know. They 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 don't think, like, they're not racist or they claim that they're not biased or whatever. But like, then oh, their I whole family color. is. Yeah, like, <laughs> Oh, I don't That's see color. I, I don't like But that. your great uncle was a Klansman, so what is the truth? That is like, the issue. <laughs> I hate that I don't see color. It's like, shut up, bro. Like, like, <laughs> that makes it. no sense. Like, and I like, and that's just supposed to make it okay. Like, and they say it so proudly too. Like, I think one of the Kardashians said that too. Like, oh, I I don't raise my kids to see color. Like, y'all all have black kids. Yeah. Like, they need to see color. But I don't know. It's just like when people say that, it's just like. It sounds stupid. It's kind of, it's just like one of those things that like, you know, if you're a decent person, your actions will show that you're a decent person and there's no reason to be like, oh my God, I don't see color and blah, blah, mm-hmm. It's like, bro, like, That's what are you doing? Point. Yeah. Yeah. So I hate when people are like, I don't see color because it's like, you're sort of like erasing and trivializing the whole thing. It's like, the whole point is that I need you to see color and then not that let that inform your decisions anyway. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. and still you know, behave in an equitable manner mm-hmm. and type of thing. Agreed. But awareness is tough. I've just, like, now, recently, been trying to, like, become, like, more aware. Because, and someone said to me, like, once ago, it's just, like, awareness is a choice. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'm going to be more aware. And it's like, well, you could choose. I definitely agree with it. Yeah. To be, like, more grounded and sort of, like, present to take notice of certain things Mm -hmm. i definitely agree that awareness is a choice i feel like a lot of people choose not to be aware (laughs) of the things that they do that are like not the greatest i seen this thing the other day (laughs) and this like on like instagram or whatever this guy was like we like um practice um Darn it! Um, what is it? What's the word for when you're not focused? Oh, we, yeah. We he he said we live in a society where we constantly are practicing distraction, mm-hmm. like every day, and then you go from that to being like, oh, I want to be like more aware, but your entire life you've been practicing how to distract yourself from like your surroundings, or you don't want to be with your thoughts, so you like turn on TV or something. And it's like, wow. But like just sitting with yourself in silence is like uncomfortable if you don't do it all the time. But like when we were kids, like we just do that all the time because there was nothing, like you had nothing to do. Yeah, it was no choice. Yeah, so you just had to like be with yourself. But I think now like there's just a lot of availability for for distraction and it's so easy that like, you know, why make yourself uncomfortable with just sitting there? Mm-hmm. There's so many things that could like not help you get over stuff that you're like thinking about or like going through but Mm -hmm. so many like artificial fake things you know yeah oh there's tinder and 
black and I don't know whatever people be doing like wait why was my therapist telling me that she that she said that black is a terrible like um really she said she's had a lot of clients who had difficulties like I told you I mean, I'm not a fan of, of that stuff in the first. I think I went on a whole rant about this yesterday. You, like you never know who you're meeting. Like, that's, what you... mm-hmm. that's the thing. Yeah, but I thought Bumble was the one that put the woman in control. I think, I think attempting to, in air quotes, online date on those sorts of platforms is risky. Not risky, but you kind of like it's a mixed bag. It's hit or miss. And then there is the risk of, like, this person is, like, a catfish or they're, like, some weirdo or something like that. Like, you never know. But I think the I think the bigger issue is that it's just a mixed bag. And there's a bunch of random people on there. And you're just kind of, like... i catfish stories. Yeah. <laughs> no. You're just kind of trusting that, like... Yes, you have. But other than that... I think that's more common than you think. Especially with, like, like catfish stories. The people can't really I... be getting catfish like that. Like the internet, it's too easy to listen to. The one person up. that has told me that they got catfish got catfish multiple times. The other stories that I heard about black is just that the men are trash on there. On black, what is black? That's just for black people. I think so. I need there to be one for educated young singles. You so, mean Match dot com? But y'all don't know. Now you might as well do Christian Mingle. (laughs) Nah, I don't do that. See, but y'all don't want to do all that. (laughs) No, not Christian Mingle. (laughs) Wait, is that still a thing? I'm not trying to. I'm not talking about trying to find a husband. That's for somebody who's trying to settle down. You don't know that. Yeah, I think so. They're trying to date. Yeah, it's a dating site. (laughs) No. Are you going to advertise this on your new Instagram? I don't know. I don't really have any followers. Something else. Welcome. Welcome. It'll come just like when I start selling my soap. Y'all, audience, don't forget to get me up. Shut up. Don't forget to get me. Cut this out. Don't forget to get me. I'll put all this in. When I start selling my soap, y'all, it's going to be soap, soap. Oh. Period. While we're promoting things, everyone follow my blog. It's called Devoted Doctor. Period. Do the cheers after this. I don't I don't have any sound effects. We can just Okay. <laughs> what? Get them. We, from where? We can just woo. Google it. No. Woo. I want the sound effects. I want the sound effects too. But follow my blog. It's called Devoted Doctor. I was about my journeys of being a first gen medical student. Period. You yes, talk about all these bit? black girl businesses. Yeah, tell them about your, your blog. So my blog is. Do you actually post on the blog? So I posted a few. Yeah. But I haven't posted recently. What's the opinion? Ooh. I just haven't had the time to write, and it's ironic because I actually posted around this time last year. Y'all, she she all talking about she don't have the time to write, but she got the time to harass me. Y'all type in the chat See, and you tell don't, her you don't have the time to write because you're practicing distraction. Mm. You hear that, y'all? Both to practice, she got, not harassing. <laughs> she about to cut me up. <laughs> practicing distraction, y'all. And what did we just say? Say it with me, America. Not awareness. Okay, Bernie Mac. Like, I love Bernie Mac. Me and B were just talking about him before. <laughs> yeah, we about that was my favorite comedian. He passed away. Let's talk about how I went to go get blood work done today and they sent the email to my sister. Yeah, yeah that's, that's I was just about to say, that's like illegal or something. Good like, thing it was me and not nobody else. I think it is illegal because when they switched our things and I was like, 
you have the wrong person, they were like, oh my goodness, like, we're so sorry. Yeah, I'm about to sue you. I'm yeah. like, no, literally, because the why are time, you mixing our medical information? The one time we got a COVID test, and they mixed us up, and I was like, but it was crazy, because this was like, like, beginning COVID time, when they first started doing the test, and it was like in the drive-thru, mm-hmm. and they would literally ask for your ID. So I'm like, so y'all looked at her ID and seen the name was different and still put it under mine? Like, what in the world? And then the lady was, like, so shook because she was, like, knew that, like, it was, like, a it big deal. Yeah. And I was like, and she how was like, in the oh, world? Like, I won't say anything if you guys, like, just, you know, basically. Because now I'm about to see you. That was why we, we need to go to Puerto Rico. And we had to get, like, the test. Like, you had to be um negative within, like, 72 hours or something. This tweet says, it's time for honesty, bro. Tell me how you fumbled that good woman. And somebody says, they got locked up on the way to the date. And the phone was ringing on the cop's dashboard. And he looks <laughs> at him and says, she's cute. Well, we won't be returning that call anytime soon. Ooh, dang. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, she don't even be with a criminal anyway, so. That's what? true. What happened, though? There. He's locked up. That's what happened. Locked up. They won't let me out. Wow. That was good. Was, I was just about to say that was good. Here we go. Y'all seen that TikTok? Here we go again. No, y'all know that. Y'all know that meme. I was trying to tell this to, um, What's his name the other day? You know that meme that goes, I mean, that gif of Mariah Carey, and she's like, I'm gonna do the best I can with what oh I God. got. That's she how I kinda, feel. We kind of raggedy in that thing, though. Wow. Um, what was Mariah, the context listen, there? Because she raggedy. No, we're gonna leave that in there. On so the off chance that Mariah it's Carey. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Carey's chance now. You know, it's, it's about to be Christmas time. Child, the day after um Halloween, I was, you know, it's, it's Christmas time. All I want for Play the Christmas, Christmas music. I can't wait to put up our Christmas tree. Cue the Christmas anthem. Period. I'm kind of upset with you guys for picking different colors than I wanted on the Christmas tree. What color did you want? I wanted what purple. You, Christmas tree police? No, because you guys... You already did Christmas. No, because you guys didn't ask me and you guys just... Mommy just came home. No, she with, did. No, she, she asked you two. She didn't ask me. And then she was like, oh. And I was like, oh, I wanted purple. She was like, oh, well, Jade wanted pink. So we got pink. How this turn into a me thing? Where is I'm just reporting what I heard from the source. You know what my favorite Christmas song is? Let it snow. Let it snow. Audience, you see this one right now with her robe on. You know Pentatonix put out a new album. I know, and I can't freak away. I want to see them in concert. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.